0: the network for the AV industry.
1: What are you listening to? This. This is AV.
0: This. This. This is is AV Nation.
1: Nation. This is AV Nation.
0: This is AV Nation. This is AV Nation uh, taking a look at the uh, fourth quarter at in the av industry uh, i'm your host for the day today we're going to talk with uh an old buddy of mine mr clint hoffman from
1: kramer how are you sir i'm doing great tim glad to be here with you
0: good to see you good to see you clint lives in the in the backyard of my favorite coffee in the whole wide world called rook uh, over in new That's jersey right. uh not gonna talk about coffee today although i, I would all day um Clint, let's, let's talk about something for a second. We're, we're we're getting into the fourth quarter of 21, which is kind of the, the the whole idea here is we're taking a temperature of of manufacturers and see where where they're headed and where their their customers are headed. Talk for a second about the pandemic and how that has has put an emphasis on the collaboration products uh, and the UC space as far as as Kramer's concerned.
1: Okay, um, so the pandemic clearly. Uh, changed the dynamics of the market with all the folks that had to go and work from home and all the schools where they had to have either completely a virtual experience or a combination of in-class and virtual. And I think that combination of in-class and virtual will have some degree of uh, staying power within uh, the education marketplace. And I think more people will work at home uh, than they have in the past. I think it's changed the way we do business. Uh, at Creamer, we've actually come up with an expression for it. We call it Generation H or Hybrid Generation, and uh, it's driving some of our product development. That uh, fact, uh, you know, having the wireless presentation devices and the UC devices and uh, the cameras and the microphones these are the um, these are the important things. Anything USB, uh, because that was a big outcome from the uh, the pandemic. Uh, that single point of connection that will operate with anything. Um, those are all really, really important things now. And, and and they are now the foundation of our product development effort, our roadmap. You, you
0: mentioned uh, it kind of drove product development. Talk for a second. If folks aren't familiar uh, from the manufacturing side, what does a product development cycle look like? It's not like, you know, Clint often wakes up on a Monday morning and goes, you know what, guys, I got an idea. And by Friday, you're shipping product. What does that cycle look like?
1: It's it's a, a typical product cycle for a manufacturer is about a year year and a half. Okay. Uh, you conceive that uh, something that you think will serve the market, and if, if it doesn't already exist somewhere where you can just go get it and put your name on it or OEM it, which uh, you know is one path, then you're going to start to uh, you know do a uh, an MRD, which is basically what should be in there, where the marketing requirements document. What should it do? What should it look like? What have any connectors should it have? Where should they be located? Once you've got that defined and agreed to by everybody important in the organization, then you start to, uh, to do, do the basic design, you know, go build that thing. By the time you do that, test it, cue it uh, you know, v, v, uh, V&V, uh, all that stuff, it's a year, year and a half before you have something to actually ship into the marketplace.
0: All right. Something Kramer has been working on for a number of years, you guys have really kind of uh, put a whole lot of resources and that's control. I I want you to to talk for a second, not just about Kramer control, but the control ecosystem as you see it in the market. What has the pandemic done uh, to certain aspects of control that may have been nice to have or, you know, kind of uh, ancillary, but that now are deemed as critical uh, to a control system?
1: Well, I think one of the, uh, I think two things I'll mention uh, one is kind of obvious, uh, you know, the ability to uh, do uh, voice commands, I think, is going to become more and more important. Uh, you know, touchless was really important for a while. It's going to, it's going to be convenient going forward. But, uh, and this is incredibly self-serving, but one of the other things is the ability to work on the client's system remotely without having to roll a truck to the site uh, god forbid you sold it to somebody in California and you're in New Jersey now you got to put somebody on a plane or find a brother integrator who can send somebody over and charge you for it but with you know with our control solution you know it lives in the cloud and it's cloud based so you can if you've got internet access anywhere in the world you can and permission you can get into the client system check its health and welfare add a new device change a button whatever you need to do Remotely,
0: that that remote uh, management has is becoming even more and more crucial. I 100% agree with you on that. Regardless of, of what platform you're using, the ability to get in and get out, number one, without rolling a truck, right? So right. that saves the integrator, but also saves the client money. Uh, but it also is is a health and safety issue uh, because the, your your techs your your technicians do not have to go on site at all. Correctly, um, something that we really haven't talked about in about 18 months because we haven't been to a trade show. <laughs> that's AV over IP. Um, you will know, kind of give us a sense of uh, a temperature check of, of where you think we are with that technology and, and that discussion.
1: Well, you know, I, I'm only one person and I have one perspective from my chair, but, um, we were seeing a, uh, a movement towards AV over IP. It was a little more gradual than some of us thought it would be. It kind of stalled uh, because a lot of that, uh, you know, central switching in the building, uh, you know, uh, corporate stuff was put on hold. Uh, so it's kind of stalled, but I suspect when it's, things start getting even more back to normal, it's going to pick back up. If you look at emergency operation centers as just one specific area, they are more and more and more going to an AV over IP background, backbone instead of a dedicated signal flow uh, backbone, like a, a traditional router.
0: Yeah. Um, I- Clint, I had the opportunity to sit down with with uh, Avixis CEO Dave Labascus asked a couple of questions about health and safety about their plans for Infocom 2021 kind of going to want to wrap up here asking you the same thing uh Kramer is currently scheduled to to exhibit you guys have got a, a good sized booth there towards the front um give me like one or two reasons or, or one or two um key points here that you guys are looking forward to uh in Orlando connecting with with both consultants, integrators, but also for, with tech managers.
1: Understood. Uh, we understand that, uh, that we're not completely uh, out of this uh, craziness, that uh, this uh, once in a lifetime thing. But that being said, uh, with all the safety protocols that uh, VIXA is putting in place for the Infocom show, we are going to be there. We are going to have a presence. And anyone who feels comfortable Coming down there, we are so much looking forward, so very much looking forward to meeting them in person with our masks on and having a conversation within six feet of each other, uh, actually six feet or more apart from each other, uh, about uh, the new Kramer. Because Kramer Kramer has made one through a significant change since February. Dr. Kramer did retire, and uh, we were acquired by a private equity company, and, and we have a whole new roadmap we discussed before uh, that is just 100% entirely new, and uh, we're on a path to some very special things. We'd like to talk to our our, our, our valued partners, consultants about that. All
0: right. Very good. Clint, uh, you guys are in 3101. 3101 is the booth number. Um, your Your booth in the past has been a kind of a, a, a really good um, example in and in a, in a broad brush of all the things that, that Kramer has to offer over the years. You've developed audio products. Obviously, you have video distribution products uh, in addition to control, which we, we just talked about. We walk into that booth. What exactly are we going to find and, and, and what is it that you want um, the AV community to walk away with with, with that booth?
1: I think the primary thing you're going to find is that uh, we're growing more and more from being a a box supplier, a box company to a solutions provider. Um, And along those lines, you're also going to see that there's going to be uh, probably at least three significant uh, industry partnerships announced in that booth as well. So we're working towards solutions. We're working towards working with other important companies to provide solutions that benefit uh, both integrators and partners and end users.
0: All right, Clint Hoffman from Kramer. If somebody is going and wants to connect with you beforehand or they're not going and they want to follow along uh, with everything you'll be talking about, how do they do that?
1: Well, you can visit our website at www.kramerav.com. Uh, so absolutely do that. Um, I'm at Hoffman at kramerav.com if you want to write to me directly. And if you need a free pass, we have those, too, and we would love to sponsor you to go to the show.
0: Hi, very good. Clint Hoffman from Kramer Electronics. Thank you so much, sir. Uh, for us, for Aviation, go by our website, aviation.tv. That's aviation.tv. And follow along as we also head to Orlando, Florida, the 27th through the 29th of October for Infocom 2021. All that and more at aviation.tv.